0: Today's episode is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all the while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone, from adults to teens to children, can find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com.
1: Real Talk Christian Podcast Where we drink coffee And have real conversations On faith, culture, and society This is Mark Hyde And Chris Fuller And on today's episode Of Real Talk Christian We're talking about online church And hey, does online church Even count as church? I guess we gonna find out Fuller, you ready?
0: Let's go Hey, dude, hey. this, this song's a bop
1: though, bro. I love it. I mean, okay. So first off, we went back and
0: listened to episode four, four yeah. a little bit before we recorded this one. Well, cause we got to lay out some context. Yeah, go for it, go so for it, go for it. We noted we got from one of our listeners, Mercil Ladson, the other day, she's like, Hey, we can't see the first, like what? Seventeen. It episodes. was fifteen episodes. When she when she texted me, yeah. So seventeen. You can't see the first seventeen episodes of the podcast that we ever had, and I'm like, wait, what? So we started checking like Google Podcasts, Spotify. They're not there. They're not there. They're on Podbean, so, right? Or if you go to just our website, or if you go to our website and click on the little little music icon right there when you pull up an episode, you can still listen to it on the website. But it is but not, not on Spotify, on Spotify, or, Spotify or, Apple or Apple or Google for whatever reason we are trying to take care of that but yeah so we, we can up. only
1: see the most recent now let's be honest most podcasts don't get to this point i'm right. shocked that we do yeah. but you can only see the most recent 100 episodes that we've done
0: yeah for whatever reason so we're trying to get that changed right now so you guys can uh, have access to all of the content all the content especially because we know our favorite people the rewinders yeah are out there you guys are out there and, and we, we appreciate it. We you. know it
1: because y'all called me a grass fairy Grass fairy and a grizzly bear, and we haven't used those jokes in a since season one, season but one, this season three. Time. Yeah, so but dude, going back and listening, welcome to Real <sighs> Talk Christian Podcast where we drink coffee and have real conversations. Hi, Mark, you. how are you today? With a. Psh- Static in the background, and now we crisp, we clear, crisp,
0: we caffeinated, clear.
1: we over caffeinated. We, we have We
0: have we went from like very choppy and rigid to like and now we're just flowing. We're, we're figuring just, it we're out. Just gonna it, we were, just figuring we're just going to do it, man. We're just going to fly with you guys. But we have we're having a good time. We are. We are. And it is so cool
1: to hear people going back and listening to old episodes and I'm, old content. I yeah,
0: it's cool. It's, it's pretty we awesome. Have but what oh, they're respect. missing, they're missing like, like the, almost the first twenty episodes now. Like we can only go back on some of the uh, some of the platforms to Christmas time of that first season, which is like, wait a second, we had some good conversations before that, so we got. I get feel that like back. we might need to relive some of those though, like not not republish them. Well, so but like, like would Jesus smoke pot
1: with a lot of the changes with the Ooh. marijuana laws coming back? Should we re- revisit marijuana and mm. legalize medical marijuana? Maybe, maybe we should revisit uh, what that do you one. Think? We've also well, uh, Disney was episode two, college kids <sighs> and teens. Man. We did that. Uh, Does our past do? affect our future? Was Oh, not that episode was episode one? one. And the answer was yes. Yes, <laughs> uh, That's kind of where we shared. Done. That's where we shared our stories without we me sharing Mark too and much Fuller. of
0: the story. We, we introduced ourselves, yeah. basically. If you want to hear
1: more of the stories, you can listen to our interview when we were interviewed on uh, Dudes and Dads. Yeah, the if, Dudes and Dads The easiest podcast. way is go to the Instagram, click the link on our profile, and then right there, boop. Listen to the interview on Beep. Dudes and Dads, right there on the. Line. That was a, That's where we first learned of the
0: Roadcaster. The Roadcaster. Thank you, and Andy. we are here.
1: And then, but well, we've always had good mics. We've had them decent gear, but we've come a long way. And yep. I, I forgot my microphone home tonight, so we uh using the backup. We're using the we, guest. We, microphone. We're using the guest microphone, so hopefully it still works well because uh, it sounds good.
0: I always sound good.
1: Whoa! I'm, I'm trying to have my low.
0: You're voice. so vain. Bet you think this song is about you. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy, baby. Anyway, so welcome back. That's the, uh, I, I think we should do, do you want to do the Would You Rather tonight? Yeah. Why don't you jump into it? We'll do yeah. the Would You Rather. We need to really get a good jingle for that. Like, Would, would you, you Rather. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Would You Rather. Boom, boom. Okay. Oh, here you go. Would you
1: rather be stuck in a broken elevator or stuck in a broken ski lift? Ooh,
0: probably a ski lift, more airflow. You know, I've... Bro, it's freaking cold, though. I know, but have you ever been in a hot elevator with a bunch of other people stuck? Because I have, and it is unpleasant. It's sweaty and smelly. That sounds awful. It is. So ski lift, sign me up. I would say elevator, though, because... I have
1: mean, never Scare gone heights. I've never gone skiing. No, not really. I have no I don't really have issues with heights. It's more of just like
0: I don't know. I also don't ski or snowboard. No, oh,
1: And I also uh, don't really I mean How can you live yeah. in
0: Indiana near Swiss Valley and not ski or snowboard? I think Beth needs to get you on that. So we're gonna go Anyways. with bro.
1: Oh yo, look at it. It's a 50-50 split. Whoa. It's a legit 50, so 50 split. We're right on right on cue. Would you rather oh no, is it going make me clear Okay. Uh, two more. All would right. you rather see blurry all the time or see everything in black and white? Black and white. Bla- but if you're blurry, can you get glasses to fix that? It doesn't specify, so I'll allow it. So so you will allow it? I'll allow it. Okay. I think blurry with glasses, but I mean, but if it's just blurry, even with glasses, I would say probably see things black and white. Black and white. We'll go all way. Oh, 69% of people say black or white rather than be blurry all the time. Nice. All right.
0: That's a dumb question. Um, that's another really well, dumb question. You know, they're not sponsoring us, so we have no. Oh, here you go.
1: Question. Would you rather change into someone else or be you? Be me. I'd rather be me, baby. Come yeah. on. Like, hey,
0: when you're this good. Oh, wait, you are. Oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> when you're this good looking, it just, it ain't easy. It ain't easy being cheesy. No. Nope. Oh. What movie is that from? I have no idea. Longest
1: just, Yard, Terry Crews. Was it? Yeah, he was going, it ain't Easy. I just, I just remember. uh, I got the fries. Yeah, I I got the shakes. They go make it quick. Or I got the, the
0: cheeseburgers. Somebody bring cheeseburgers. me a Diet Coke. <laughs> a cheeseburger and a
1: Diet Coke. Oh, the, the really big the, fat guy. Fat guy oh, I forgot what his name is.
0: You booked in my nose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. You can do it. Oh, Classic yeah. Adam Sandler, Longest Yard. But, you know, I feel like that was a really quick Would You Rather. But you know what? That's Those are some right. decent ones. That's right.
0: Hey, so what are we drinking tonight, Mark?
1: Um, So we need to go to bed tonight, and it's late. So, um, But I did eat a bean. Last we did so so we talked about it. we're not drinking it right now i'm i'm drinking uh is it just lime uh, i'm drinking a lime bubbly courtesy I of the Fullers.
0: strawberry cucumber
1: and we still have not finished ah. these nasty Lacroix coffees they're just chilling right there do you move I, yours i set
0: mine off <laughs> no no sorry beth no mine's, offense mine's just chilling right there no so offense. all the I, I, i'm just gonna give
1: the rest of Soche. i'm gonna put in the church oh. fridge and just, i got a gift for you in the fridge bro so you're gonna give them strep throat oh i thought like i licked all the cases when i was sick Oh, well, the can's what I was sick. I thought you were
0: talking about that can. I'm like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> no, that thing's going in the land so where she, it
0: belongs. So, Sochet will drink it. Uh, he drinks some weird crap.
1: But, yeah. either way, Anyways. we have the coffee sponsorship, Brew It Forward Coffee Co. Go to BrewItForwardCoffeeCo.com. When you check out, get an individual bag just to give it a shot. It's all single oh, origin. So good. freshly roasted, roasted chip, same day. Get to you like two, three days later. Use the code RTC for 10% off. Listen,
0: okay, it's just as good as my roast uh, i i i will hands down say it's that good and like i'm very particular about my coffee i'm a co- true coffee snob. you are a not this blooms real good though in that v60 man it blooms so good and it's just it's just very pleasant undertones and it, it just that first initial hits real smooth and and then i taste like a little chocolatey caramel on the back end and it's like perfect Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's one
1: of those where it's just it's it's a good. So check it out. This is okay, in my opinion. This is a better afternoon roast. And let me tell you something. In my opinion, I I liked it this morning when I drank it, but I think this is a solid late morning, early afternoon roast. First thing in the
0: morning. No, it's a right, it's a right good thing in the morning. Mm. And guess what? Christmas is on its way, and so you should all brew it forward. You should brew it forward. 'Cause all the money
1: in the proceeds goes towards helping underprivileged kids, foster kids, foster families, women's pregnancy care centers, Ron McDonald's house, all the things. Jared and Marianne are doing some amazing things. So check it out. Brew forward coffee co dot com. But we ain't we ain't drinking that tonight.
0: Sorry, we have to, I have to be up we, in a we few have hours. To go to bed. But before sorry. we
1: get into the conversation, we Ooh, got another review to read because some people left us more. Yes,
0: you are the
1: champion. We still have four more weeks worth of reviews to read. Yeah, buddy. And if we miss reading review, um, just let us know because we're sorry. I'm keeping track. No worries. But we want so, more
0: reviews. More, more, more.
1: We had two left on October 5th, and this is the second one. This is from Mitch112244. Where's the threes, bro? One, Where's the one, Trace? Two, two. Actually, have you ever one, seen Ferdinand, one. Uno, Dos, cuatro. Whatever yeah. Happened to Trace? Oh, no, we don't speak about Trace. <laughs> it's a good movie. So, uh, wonderful list five stars. Recently found this podcast, and I have not stopped listening to it since. Our wife stopped listening to us a long time ago, so I don't know how mm. you're still doing it. Not true. I'm just kidding. Janelle still kidding. listens to the podcast Beth is a every faithful week. listener. She listens every I was more so making the joke that they stopped just listening to us. Oh,
0: well, selective hearing.
1: That's true. Janelle just likes listening to me. Let's just be honest. Whoa I was just going to say that, that there's no segue. That was a really bad joke. <laughs>
0: <Wow>. <laughs> Can I take that back? Can I take that back? Open mouth.
1: Um, I'm first. just going to read the review now. Anyways, go I'm ahead. I'm just going to read the
0: review now. From uh, from, from who? <laughs> 112244?
1: 112244. No choice.
0: Oh, no choice. We, we don't, don't talk we about
1: no Uh Recently found this podcast and I have not stopped listening since. The podcast gives truly biblical, accurate answers while also including an in depth conversation on the subject matter. The hosts are extremely down to earth and offer insightful facts and opinions to add to the conversation. I recently sent a text to their contact number, 574 400 5352. You got it, bro. Nice. Um, and they in my question was answered promptly, which was unexpected and amazing. That's all you, Fuller. Excited to see what the future of the podcast brings. Well, Mitch, one one two two, no trace, four four. We appreciate you, homie. We appreciate you, big time. No trace. Oh, hopefully, are they homie? I don't know. Last time I did that, I got in trouble. Are they?
0: They 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 all homies. They, they yeah, just they all homies. We'll just leave it at that. We and by the way, homies. I'm the fact. He's the fiction. I'm just throwing that out there. He's opinion. I'm facts. So anyway, uh, let's go. All right, grass fairy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this was actually another question that was asked of
0: us. It was.
1: So we are doing two episodes back to back same night of
0: questions. You know what the best thing is? Is when people ask us questions, it makes it, less difficult on us to come up with content well it's
1: also enjoyable because it's like oh Oh, someone wants to know no problem we can do this and i mean i think this is a question that a lot of people ask right now just coming out of covid you know we just went through um
0: we we've touched on it in a few episodes but it's a good time we talked about like the
1: purpose of the sunday morning worship service and denominations and pastors and all and we've touched on it here and there in other places but someone flat out said based off of i don't i don't remember what the quote was um, it was something about a quote from John MacArthur, and it was a very strong opinion to quote, Ooh. basically around the idea of online church is not church. Get your butts back into church is basically what it was. But and I, I, this has been going on since COVID. You know, you got the big churches like Life Church with Craig Rochelle, Elevation with Stephen Furtick, right. uh, Pastor Judah up there with uh, well, new they they, they actually have a really cool d- different online presence, but they actually they call it their online community. Like they actually have like it's not just like we're church online. They're like, no, no, no. That's one of our campuses. Our campus is an online we have an online campus. And so you even, can't
0: call it a campus it's
1: not even physical. so even before online was even here, right, online church has always I don't wanna say always, but it's been a thing for a while. Now there's
0: got gained more popularity recently,
1: right now, even before online church, you know, you would see like Chuck Swindoll or like, um, Charles Stanley or some other TV are, are good pastors, John really, MacArthur. really good pastors, uh, Piper, another one where they would record their sermons and they would show them on TV, play them online. Like, like, you know, that's not a not normal thing to have people right. sermons and put them online. But I would say really recent, probably within the, what, the last 15, maybe 10 years, Actually, having online church and it's been extremely popular, I would say, coming going into COVID
0: and coming out of COVID. Where I would say the year before COVID, it started gaining steam and, and a COVID lot of and popularity. Like, bam.
1: And, so, and there's these platforms, a uh, church online platform where they create these online platforms where you can sign in, you can make comments, you can talk with a pastor like sidebars. So they actually now a lot of churches hire online campus pastors. And your job is you're the online pat. Like I'm the you online. You answer pastor. the online
0: questions, and
1: you talk with people. And now I will say they have a cool job description. Is the fact of your your job as an online pastor is yes to reach and minister people, but then get them plugged into a body. Now right. what a lot of these mega churches will do is once they have enough people where they're like, oh, we got like I don't know, 40, 50 people over here, maybe twenty people over here in this city. Let's start a little something for them, and then all of a sudden they launch a new campus. So that's why you see some of these super big mega churches where it's like. You're you're out of North Carolina, but y'all got a campus in Toronto, or <laughs> y'all, y'all y'all out of um, well, we got listeners in y'all Scotland. Out of, I
0: think we should open a campus there. You're all
1: you're out of Washington, and y'all got a campus in LA. Like, what is even happening? Like, is that the way church is supposed to be? And there's been a lot of hostility lately, and we both seen it. If just is online church viable, and, and I think the question is is does online church count as being a part and
0: being a member of a local church. And that's kind of where the ideas stem from. Okay. So why don't you start by describing what is church? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do
1: that. So we'll talk about what is church, what the Bible say about church, pros and cons, and then we'll go back and forth. I know you and I both got opinions. Me being a digital guy. Yeah. Digimon over here. No Pokemon, bro. (laughs) Digimon was a little younger than me. Just a little. It was weird. I didn't really like Digimon. Digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. Sorry. Nah, give me Pikachu every day. So anyway, I, so, I thought this was really cool. I got this quote from the Augsburg Confession of 1530. So okay. I didn't want to get just a what's a church definition from today, but I wanted to get a definition of the church during the time of, you know, Reformation and and back when the church was starting to regain its roots again of what is the church? And so in the Augsburg Confession, it says the church is the assembly of the saints in which the gospel is taught purely. I love that. The gospel is taught purely. And the sacraments are administered rightly. So, and this has been a teaching of Spurgeon and Calvin and so many other pastors where the fact of, um, I think it was Calvin's big quote, where it's the fact of church is where people, like it's where um, converts are baptized and believers partake of the table. Like that's kind of the main thing is the fact of the preaching of the word and the ordinance or the sacraments or the, the, well, I guess that's kind of the only two two words, the sacraments or the ordinances based on which we want to take it. Right. But the fact of, is Jesus taught and preached, and do you partake in baptism and the Lord's Supper? And I'm not saying, okay, this is the, the tried and true definition. There's nothing wrong and no error in this passage at all. And so I was like, okay, so if that's what the church, for at least the five, last 500 years, and probably way before that, because you don't make a confession until it's been, you know, need to be written down for a while. Right. Um, and we're talking. This is the age of the printing press too. so a whole different ball game. But if it's the fact of this is what people believe it's the gathering of the saints and then administering the sacraments while preaching, what does the Bible say about the church? Hey,
0: hang on a sec. Rodney Buse isn't here.
1: You can't. What's up? It. What is the, what, what does, does the, the Bible, Bible say? say? Ring, Rodney Buse Actually, Anyway, he sorry. texted me today. I need to text him back. He goes. <laughs> he goes. It was. He goes. I listened to today's episode, which was, "Can you prove God's existence?" And he goes, "Marvel all day, baby." So all, <laughs> he said, all he said was,
0: "Marvel all day, baby." <laughs> Yeah, I still can't decide between Marvel and Star Wars. So, but anyways.
1: Anyhow, so there's actually not a lot of passages in the Bible that talk about the church. And I think that's actually something relative to this conversation. Okay. So um, these, this right here, I have two different passages where it actually explicitly says church. And the first one is... Um, I don't know why it says First Peter. It's supposed to be Matthew, Matthew 16, 16 through uh, eighteen, where uh, Simon Peter gets his name changed. They're having the conversation. Jesus talking with the people, and it says, and Jesus asked Simon Peter, you know, who am I? And Simon says, You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Blessed. And then Jesus, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church and this is where the, the the big conversation comes in the protestant catholic world of petros and and peter becomes the first pope but for us we see this as just a pure play on words of right simon is little rock and peter is big rock or right. no no no, no. It's, it's like big rock little rock right so basically the fact of you are simon peter but i'm going to name you peter and upon this rock so you're little you're you're little rock upon this rock Jesus, big right. rock. I will build my church because right. Jesus is the cornerstone of the church, and so. But when uh, when Jesus used the word church, it just means the called out ones, the gathering. So his his people, his chosen people, kind of like how um, even the Old Testament you see election of the Israelites and and that and the relationship between God and his his elected people. Jesus said, "Upon this rock I will build." My people, I will build my family. I will build my congregation. So when Jesus used the word church here, he's just calling ecclesia the called out ones. Right. And so it's the fact of those who are called out from from the midst. Um, and then Ephesians five uh, verse thirty two, you know, this, this is mainly talking about the marriage passage. Like you know, you read this one, the fact of um in the same way the husband should love the wife, Jesus should love the church. And it says this mystery is profound, which is talking about the 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 relationship between husband and wife with Jesus. Right. It says, but I'm talking about Christ in the church. And the fact of, okay, so the way a husband should love his wife is the way that Jesus called out his or Jesus loved his called out ones. Right. So the, the fact of when we see Jesus use the word church, it's the gather, it's supposed to be the called out ones. And then whenever we see the church gather. It's the fact of these are the saints who are coming together to worship God. And we see that in, in Acts 2, verse 42 and 43. And these are my, I mean, it's, this, this is kind of my favorite verse. It is They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. And it continues on and says, and the Lord added to their number daily. Right. And so that's kind of it. Well, not exactly. Well, yeah. you see, the Apostle Paul writing letters to the church and setting up elders in the well, church. you also and have Hebrews, and Hebrews
0: ten twenty five, do not forsake the assembly of the brethren mm. together.
1: All right, so it's saying don't forsake yeah, the gathering,
0: the gathering, which is the similar word in Greek to what they're using in some of these scriptures.
1: And I think this is the question is, is the fact of okay, so what is the gathering then? Because back then they didn't have technology, they didn't have all these different things. Sure. So. Is online such a bad thing because if we're still gathering, we're just gathering in an alternative platform, sure? Because you know, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them in the midst. So, if you meet some other people, you know, like if someone's listening to the podcast, that's one, two, three. Does that mean, <laughs> does that mean we live, we have a church? church right now, yo? Um, if you just you know, Venmo me. Uh, your 10% will be aight. <laughs> Listen, the Lord said if you give, he will give sevenfold. Yeah, no, we so ain't much. no prosperity gospel <laughs> preachers, but you want my Venmo? I'll I, I give you my Venmo. Wow, y'all hear that? hey, hey. hey. It's getting hot in here. Oh, sorry. That's the second ambulance we've had to drive past us. <laughs> yes, it is. I don't so, really
0: know what's going on, but anyways, hey, welcome to the party. We're, so, we're in yeah. the city well, again. and it's hot in here, and we have the window open, so we Oh, that's apologize. true. That's that's true.
1: But, okay, so, but whenever you hear the called out, the gathering, it's the fact of the saints gathering together, right. and, and we talked about this in um
0: one of the episodes. Oh, uh, what
1: episode was it? We were talking about, uh, oh, Sabbath. When We were talking about Sabbath and what the purpose was and why people gathered together. Yeah, that's together. a few episodes ago. Right, right. But more the fact of that people came together to rest and to worship and to praise God and to remember the works of what he's been doing. And, you know, I was I was reading some stuff uh, by good old N.T. Wright today and uh <laughs> i love we i, totally I, I disagree. love his big treatise man yeah uh, but but, bad but theology what i love about him is his 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 historical approach to like bad theology oh no understanding how how jewish culture worked and he <laughs> was saying theology. that the purpose of the jewish worship was to
0: <coughs> you know Pause like
1: they're talking about like the temple and the Sh- uh, Shania glory and the fact of when when god filled the t- the, the temple God's presence rested with his people. And part of Sabbath was resting with God while he was resting with the people. And the idea of is that's what Sabbath is supposed to remind us of, of who God was, what God did with our fathers of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then what's God doing with us right now? And then what, you know, we know we can trust God in the future. And that's, in, in my opinion, is that what church is supposed to be? When we come together to worship as saints, are we supposed to remember what works God did What God is doing, what God is going to do. And I guess the question is can that be done online?
0: I'm going to save my thoughts here for a sec because you got some uh, other things here that you got benefits. I want you to go through the benefits and negatives. Yeah? Okay. If you wouldn't mind. And then we get into opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This. I, what, what's your, what's we're you, going to say this might be a short one, but we know it's, it's not because we know how it goes in RTC. Right. So, um, I just wrote down some really quick, here's some benefits of online churches and negatives of online churches. I got four of each yeah. and feel free yeah. to add to them. This was me just sitting there in my office just thinking, um, you know, one of the big benefits, and this is the biggest push that people have for online churches, is the fact of you can reach new people in new ways that are completely unimaginable. Um, I'm not saying this man's ministry was good. In fact, I don't know why he's still a pastor. But, you know, I've been listening to the Mark Driscoll podcast of the the rise and fall of Mars Hill. And what made uh Mars Hill and Man, I hate being sick. Yeah, still dealing and, with uh, still and dealing with the sinus and congestion. We're not contagious. We on medicine. Yep. Um But what made his ministry grow so fast is because his sermons were posted online to YouTube and to video platforms and audio streaming platforms, and people just ran to it like no one's business. And that's where a lot of the conservative reformed people ideas, mindset came from.
0: But is, uh, is that the itchy ears kind of argument there? Like um, people no, people are just drawn to it to whatever. No, cause scratches. he's a good Bible preacher. I'm not saying just him. I'm just saying, is it always a benefit or hmm. is it? Yeah.
1: No, but it's more the fact of you can reach new people in new ways. Like our church, for example, like, you know, our podcast, we, we flat out and like, we are unapologetic about the fact of we stream our services, right? We do not intentionally. We don't have an online platform. We don't have a online "quote unquote" church. We don't want that. Right. We we have a very in- specific reasons why we stream our services. But we've seen a lot of people who, especially during COVID, and now were the fact of you know they found us online, they listened to some sermons, they saw what our worship is like, and it's like, oh, you know what i i i want to I want to give this a shot. They've been burnt by church, or they're looking for a church, mm-hmm. or they're like, you know, what? I didn't get my heart right with Jesus, so. I guess I'll give it a shot after seeing what it's like online. So it's, it's, it's a proven fact that you can reach new people in new ways that were never, ever thought of imaginable 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so that's a really cool benefit of having the online church. You can reach new people with the message. Um, Second. It is allows people to join in if they cannot make the service. You know, like you, when you're working, you you tune online. Sick. They're sick. <laughs> you, you know, you got shut-ins. You got people who are traveling. Um, I, I've heard of college kids. Like you know, they'll they'll, they'll go to the service, but they still touch in at home. Um, people when they move and they're trying to find that transition that they still are able to be a part of their church while they're looking for a new one. I mean, it's just it's a really cool opportunity. Where before, if you missed the service, sorry. Like, <laughs> right. Bye. Which I mean, I know this could be a con too. The fact of does it give people an excuse to miss? Mm. You know, because we become real comfy. Which we'll talk about that in a little minute. But you know, it's I I do think it's really cool. The online church, you can reach new people, and the people you already have, they don't need to miss nothing. Right. And we have proven stats of that too. Um, the other one, which goes right in a line with the other one, is it allows shut-ins to actually join. And so we have a few shut-ins here in our church, and uh, more than a few, we have a handful. Yep. And before, you know, you would take the sermon, put it on a CD, or put it on a, a cassette, and then you would mail it to wherever you needed it to go, or you'd drop it off and do whatever, and then people would just listen to what the sermon was. Okay. Whereas now, we don't need to do any of that. We can just flat out just put it online and say, hey, just go to this website and just listen. Now, <laughs> during COVID, we were still kicking out CDs and DVDs of, of, to help people when they were in that transition to figure out
0: just how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but could that also be a con? Of now we don't have that one-on-one interaction as we're dropping that stuff off.
1: Well, right, and now that's up to the pastor to still connect with that right, person, right? But it at least allows shut it, especially during a time like COVID, right. where high-risk individuals oh, they yeah. can't leave. Uh, right, they're able to still join in with the church family, sure, which, which sure. honestly is, is I, super, super. Again, super I cool. see,
0: I see that. I definitely see that benefit. I just I can see cons as well. Oh, that.
1: right, right, right. Uh, and then the last one is, and this is probably one of the biggest ones that I've seen pushed lately. Um, especially with a lot of the mega churches is is online churches allow people to find a place to worship and grow without feeling the need for making themselves known or making a commitment and like you know i've, I've heard a lot of stories um, one specifically craig rochelle talks about this one quite a bit where there was a woman who joined on and they didn't know who she was she was very anonymous and i mean uh, it was just a stat it was just a number and so she joined online for two years and then finally she was like she contacted the local um the like the campus pastor is like, Hey, this is my name. I've been watching online for a couple of years. I, I think I'm ready to, to be part of, of life of, of, of life church campus. And, you know, she got in, she started serving and now she's like directing a ministry. She's directing the greeter ministry at this campus and loves Jesus and on fire for him. And she says that, you know, I was in a place in my life where I did not feel comfortable walking into a church building, but I was able to join online, grow in my faith. And then I made the plunge to help people like me take those next step, take that next step and follow in Jesus. So, you know, I think there's other benefits to online church too. the fact, of you can take the stuff and you can make clips and post it on social media, and you can repurpose content and all the different things that we like to do. Um, but the benefits, I mean, the question is: is do the benefits make it still good? Does it make it okay? You know, and I think that's where the negatives of online church comes in, and the negatives are kind of honestly pretty, pretty easy to point out. And the first one is it it. it, it actually, like we're, we already live in a consumer-driven culture for church of, you know, you come to be entertained. You come to sit. You come to listen. You come to have your kids watch. And now it's even more consumer-based because we have to create these online um, spectacles. We have to create actual online, uh, for lack of a better word, shows where people actually... So it's not just like a one camera shot. Like we have one camera shot zoomed out. It ain't pretty. It ain't nothing. I mean, it's it's good quality, but it's not... It's not these 8K resolution right. cameras with on the sliders than on the don't dollies have, and don't on the have, mounts. Yeah,
0: we don't have cameramen and stuff like that.
1: And our sound doesn't sound like CD quality stuff either. Right. Like, and it's never going to. Um, and we have a, a a reason why. Right. But you know, so many times we we create even more of a consumer mindset where the fact of oh, I can just sit in the company of my PJs. They put on a good production. You know, it's it's a worship set. I can worship in my house, just crank that TV up. What's the difference between me doing it right here or in the building? Oh, yo, the sermon's the exact good. They got some good camera angles. In fact, it's a better view here than it is over there. And now a lot of online churches even have hosts be- at the beginning where they're sharing stories and having conversations, and they turn it into a, for lack of a better word, uh, talk show almost, right. where they have like actual interactive pieces, and and they do some really good uh, production things. <coughs> this cough man. Um, but it creates even more of a consumer mindset. And and the argument is, well, because we're trying to do anything short of sin to reach people far from God. Um, the second one, though, I think is the fact of it creates an anonymity. Um, is that the right word, an anonymity? When the church is supposed to be the called-out ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Bible, when Jesus used the word the church, it's the called-out ones. It's the it's the saints. It's when the saints come together to worship God that really cool things happen. Right. And how can we be the called-out ones if we're the shut-in-our-house ones, mm-hmm. you know? And the, the the third negative online church that I have is people don't have to submit to a leadership of the church where the fact of—and this is— I. I This is a hard thing to have the conversation around of how do we handle church eldership and leadership and submitting ourselves to the rule and authority of the elders when, you know, there's so many elders now and pastors who have proven to be terrible people. It's like, how are we supposed to trust them? And then we're, you know, we're, we're, we're Americans. We don't, we don't submit to nobody. Like how am I supposed to, like I'm not going to submit to a pastor and Mm. I'm not going to have him speak into my life. And just because he disagrees with me, I'm just going to shut up and go away and go to a different church. You know, Oh, And the Timothys and the Titus yeah. and, and all those. But the fact of if you don't go anywhere, you are not putting yourself under an elder. You're not putting yourself under a teacher. I mean, what's the what's the difference between listening to us as a podcast right. versus actually just watching church online? Right. You know, and, and I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong in listening to sermons or worship sets. Sure. I mean, we we both listen to sermons Heck yeah, we do. during the week. And we both watch other Read worship experiences. And we also, listen right. to worship yeah, music. Exactly. And, and so there's nothing wrong with that. It's more just the fact of... When you're not physically there, you can't put yourself underneath a pastor. You can't put yourself into a community. There's no accountability. There's no accountability in that. And then even on top of that, if we look at, okay, a church is a place where the gospel is preached. You can preach the gospel online. Sure. But the biggest thing that I think we've lost as the Western church is the beautiful things of the ordinances. I really think we've lost the beauty and the sanctity of those. And we don't make enough big. De- well, the, I, I would say a lot of churches make really big deals out of baptism. Right. And a lot of people don't make a big deal out of the Lord's supper right? and communion. I mean, we both personally are on the sides of like, yo, let's do it every week. Every other week. I'm down. Like, let's go. <laughs> like we don't need to do this once a quarter or once a month. Once every when, week when we remember. is
0: what I grew up with. I grew up with every week we did it.
1: And the answer is why it's the fact that when we come to the table, we're actually partaking in Jesus's sacrifice, right. and it says, "Do this in remembrance of right. me." And I don't. I, we we both are on the side of we don't receive salvation or any extra grace, no, because of it. But at the same time, it's a good reminder. The, when, the, whenever you guys gather, do this in my name, right? So are we disobeyed by not doing it right. all the time too? And so, and people uh, online church are like, "Oh, yo, you know, you can go pick up your communion cup through the drive through, sure. drive through church, or we'll ship it to you, or, we'll or do you whatever. Can, you
0: can just take bread and you know some grape juice or whatever." I, and
1: and, and, and during yeah. covid a lot of churches did a really good job trying to reach their people sure. and, and, and trying to to do this and I think we saw the heart of a lot of pastors yeah. during covid where they For were sure. like I still need like we need to reach our people we right. need to go to where they are we need to we need to use modern technology to still reach them yeah. and honestly I think online church has a lot of beautiful pros but the question
0: is, does that count well, as church? So let me throw another negative that I personally experienced, right? So we where you said, you, it, you told me it. I could throw them in. No, so. I'm
1: sorry. You're muted.
0: Okay. Okay. You're unmuted. <laughs> <laughs> Censored.
1: <laughs> wow. That was just me talking for 20 minutes straight. Jeez. I'm going to take a break. It's all you, homie. All you. Oh,
0: oh I just got something small. But uh, with uh, <laughs> with negatives, uh, distractions, all right? So I've got Ooh, a, okay. a four and a half year old, a three and a half year old, and a two year old. <laughs> and this past Sunday, I was trying to watch church it online happened, because didn't? I was sick. And I caught a word here, a word there. I saw the scriptures that, the, that that Scott was reading off of. But I didn't really get the fullness of the message because I was there were so many distractions going on. Actually, the past two weeks, I haven't been at church because I've been sick. And both weeks have been distraction. The first week, it got so bad, I ended up just saying, you know what? It's I, not g- even I, worth g- it. I gave up and turned it off because I couldn't pay attention. You know, you got small toddlers running around. It's not... The easiest to have them be quiet to watch church on TV. Whereas when I bring them to church, um, there's children's school that they can go to, children's class, and it keeps them occupied and, and helps them learn in the way that they need. And I can pay attention to the message that's going on here. So I, I didn't. I don't get that when I'm watching church online. They don't get that interaction when we're watching church online.
1: And I think that's a big thing. Is you know the fact of human interaction we've realized through COVID is a big deal and you know look at the suicide
0: rates we we talk about there's no such
1: thing as a lone wolf christian and we've proven that for mental health sake loneliness is not okay it's not
0: good the world proved it for us right christians didn't even have to prove it the world (laughs) We, we just over here going told you so We've been telling you for a while. (laughs)
1: So, I mean, I guess the question is, is we have to go back to answer the question of, okay, so what is church? And I think here's another question that we need to answer that's a bigger question than just, does online church count as church? But does Sunday morning church even technically count as church? Like a normal service?
0: So, you know, you know from our conversations how I feel about it. My, My feeling is, is church is living life together with your tribe, right? That is church. I know everything about what's going on with you. You know, everything that's going on with me. So on and so forth. I think that the Sunday morning s- service has its place in that. Oh, no question. Where you're gathering with the larger body. But I don't think that's where it stops. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it just stops on Sunday. I think that that should continue in your small groups and what we call here on RTC, your tribes. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that interaction. You can't uplift each other can't sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with each other when you're not with each other. Right. It, it's just not the same.
1: And, and, and a Sunday morning service for believer believers, like the lifeblood, you know? Right. It's the reminder of we get quiet. We get to listen. We, we learn more about Jesus. We, we learn alongside sure. other people. You know, the fact that the church is supposed to be, hey, let's, let's, let's create this
0: community together so I should be pouring into your kids like you're pouring into mine. Right. It's, it's the time where we gather together in submission under leadership to be equipped. Mm-hmm. That's what a Sunday morning service is. And then we go out together and be the church. We be the hands and feet of Jesus.
1: And, and that's what I wanted to get to. You know, in the Bible, we see so much of the New Testament and so much of it. I mean, there, there's, there's parts where it's the fact of, like, you know, I would say administrative, where it's like set up elders among you and and call out elders and call out deacons from among Council you. Council of Jerusalem. To work. And, right. You know, that's that's... That's what happens when you're when you're trying to handle a bunch of people like right. that's just the nature of the beast. But what I would I would want to see what's the percentage of the New Testament talks about how to live and think as a Christian and go and love others more than just go to a Sunday morning service and listen and then go
0: go home. Right.
1: You know, you see the New Testament church doing what? They going out and they loving the snot out
0: of right. people. But how are you supposed to do that if you don't know who you – I mean they never went out alone. They were right. never lone wolves to go out. They had to do it with each other. Mm-hmm. But how are you supposed to do that when you secluded yourself to just online? I mean, you never build those relationships that we're supposed to build with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the important part of, of being physically present, if you can, at a church. Um, and this is where I think online church has a lot of great benefits, especially the shut-ins. Right, 100%. People that cannot go. And I think the people that can go should be going to those people that cannot go, if they're able, and be fellowshipping with those people who can't come for a physical ailment. Mm -hmm. Now, COVID worries and stuff like that, those people have to make their own choice. But I think the opportunity should always be there for the people from the body to go to the people who cannot make it, that's part of the sick that we're supposed to take care of. The widows, the orphans, all that. We should be going to them and fellowshipping and taking care of their needs, mm-hmm. and being the hands and feet of Jesus. And we can't do that if we don't know who is in need because we're sitting behind a screen.
1: Right, hundred percent. And you know, with with our church, I'll, I'll talk about archers philosophy because I've I've teased at it. You know, we our our online experience, for lack of a better word. Um, it's not the most high production. Now there's some weeks that are better, some weeks that are worse. It, We're it, trying to do things in with the grand excellence.
0: scheme. It's pretty low production. It's it's the low lowest key. production
1: as you can get, right. and the reason is is. We're not trying to create an online service. Right. We are trying to create a place where people, hey, if they want to visit us and check us out, it's sure. a great opportunity for people yep. like you, like like let's say you're traveling, you pop that sermon in, you're you're good to go. Sure. Um people who are shut in, it's a great opportunity. And I think that's using the tools of technology Correct. to increase the body and I mean, I I have another podcast where it's the Small Church Media Podcast, how to use media to grow your faith or to grow your faith, grow grow your church body. So using media to help equip your people I think is a beautiful thing, and I think all pastors should have some sort of an extra teaching element such as a podcast or other things to help constantly grow the faith of their people that connect with them during the week, because that's a great teaching tool. avenue yeah. and element, but it's, it's a tool. tool, right? It's not the goal. And so when churches talk about like, yeah. like for us, for example, we flat out say, we don't have online church, right? You can join us online. We live stream our second service. Well, right. no, it's just one, but one we, service. we, we live stream our services, but we don't have, you know, the nine 30 and 11 o'clock in person and 10 30 online service. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 so, as a technology and as a media guy, I see the beautiful thing that technology is able to do and sure, reach people and sure. still, because the gospel knows no bounds. Right. You know, Jesus can use online church to reach whomever and whoever he wants.
0: It's it's a good tool, but it can be used in the wrong way.
1: Okay. So how would how would it be used in the wrong so way?
0: So I think using it in the wrong way would be saying, okay, I'm just only going to view church online. Okay. So when I'm just see... going to listen to podcasts. Okay. I'm not going I'm just going to listen to online sermons. I'm never going to be a so part of the, the of the body or So you would say it has less
1: to do with the church itself than the person who's the viewer? I uh,
0: kind of a uh, both. Okay. I, I think that some churches put too much, they take away from the message that should be portrayed and put too much into the production side of it. Mm. And I think that's a detriment to the church what the church is doing. And then I think the listener, the hearer, the the person that is on the receiving end, can also abuse it by not plugging themselves into a body like I believe we are biblically told to do, not forsake the assembly of the brethren, mm-hmm. right? Not They had letters back then. You know, they could have grown from just reading books and reading letters. Not all of them because pretty illiterate. but I, I think of Romans, right? Right, Paul writes a letter to the Romans. The, the Christians and people in were Rome were copying this stuff now like crazy. Oh, of course, and so that's how it spread. And so there were people that were literate that they could have just read and just left it at that, and it never went and became part of the body. Never went and copied these letters and went and took these letters and and passed them out to other churches and taught these other churches and and doing these, they were being the hands and feet of Christ. So I think that both ways. Uh, the church can abuse it. The church can use it as a tool. The uh, receiving person can use it as a tool for when they're sick or shut in or something like that, but they can also abuse it too and not commit to a body, which I think is so highly important. We are, we're not created to be out there on our own and w- listening or watching somebody online is not the same. There, mm-hmm. There's no accountability and that is dangerous ground for the enemy's attacks.
1: Now I do want to say though I don't think it's bad though if a church wants to put some time effort money because people can use their giftings in that way sure sure and I, put a yeah, yeah, decent cool. and, and as a cool. decent thing but but if a church says hey we have an online platform in order to reach people who need Jesus and then the goal like like that's not the the goal wasn't to get them into online service right. the goal was all right. We, when, when can we see you? When can, when, can I sure. come, when, when can I come meet you? When can we have coffee? Sure. When can we but, get you in?
0: But when it detracts from what they actually should be doing, right? Taking care of the poor, the widows, the needy, the, the sick, right? If I'm taking my money from tithing and putting it into these elaborate media productions rather than putting it into people... Because not everybody has internet. I know pl- plenty of people who has no con- uh, no, no ability to, to connect to any of this online stuff. Yeah, I
1: don't know those people.
0: Yeah, well, I, <laughs> that's because you don't know any poor people. That's, that's I know some poor people who they got little prepaid phones and that they don't have internet access on their phones. Mm. So if I'm pouring all my money into social media, into online content, into these productions, who's reaching those people? Mm. And so I, I think ultimately... If a church is based off of just online content, what happens to that church if media was taken away? Mm. If, if an, a giant EMP hit the world, not saying it ever would, I'm not speaking apocalypse, but if it did, would that church still be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus? Or would they not? Where, where, do, where do they lie in that, in that cycle of life for a Christian? Have they been out there? and being good ambassadors for Christ, being good stewards of what Christ has given them. Now, again, I'm not saying that social media or these online tools are a bad thing. They are tools. If used in the right way, great. But I don't think that our, a majority of our focus should go into those, mm-hmm. because we weren't called to produce stuff like letters and just leave it at that. We were called to go into the world and take the gospel message
1: to the world. Right. Cause
0: Jesus even said, you
1: know, I, I pray that you don't take them out of the world, but protect them as I
0: send them back in. Right. Exactly. And so you never saw the disciples sitting back and just, just writing. Letters. No, they went out and, but Jesus also sent them in pairs. Correct. You know? Right. So you got to be plugged in, right? So you got to be plugged in. You can't just sit back and expect just what I would say in the new Testament early church letters, what mm-hmm. we would call, you know, online sermon series today. That's right. I, I'm correlating the two because the for that their technology back then, that's what but it's also, was.
1: A, but you know, what about the argument of it's a whole different world or back then, if you chose to be a Christian, you could lose your family, you could lose sure. your inheritance, you could lose your job, you could learn everything. So you sure. had to lean on the community. Whereas sure. today, yeah, you can say you're a Christian all you want and ain't nothing gonna happen to
0: you in America.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, Only in America. in
0: America. Right. But the rest of the world, it ain't that way. Right. right and that's why you see the difference in India and China. And I'm telling here. you, it, and, and, and the Western. I was we're, Western, we're speaking of things right now, right? I'm looking at the world and America around us right now. <laughs> And it could be gone. What we have now could be gone in the next 10 years. Right. For all I know. I
1: and, but I do say it's pretty cool to see how so many people are able to take messages from here in the States. Sure. And get it into the 1040 window. So sure. People can listen and watch.
0: You a know. great tool. But don't put all your eggs in that basket. But that's
1: not the church. The church is the gathering that's, of the saints. That's exactly. It's the saints exactly. coming together. Yeah. Exactly. So let me ask you this question. And I think this would be a Paul, good question. Paul didn't, oh, 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 sorry. Oh.
0: Paul didn't say his letters was the, was the church. No, the people were the church. The people were the church. Him doing what he was doing and going and teaching, it, it was used as a tool for instruction. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just like our online platforms are good for that. Instruction. That's what this podcast is. I mean, Sue, yeah, we are an online this thing. Is, this is good for instruction. Right. But it is not the church. And we've said that so many times. We are not, we love you guys. You are our family. But, but we're not your tribe because we don't live life with you, right? That, we're not your core tribe. You need to find your core tribe.
1: I mean, we're glad to join you on your walks yeah. and on your mowing and on Anytime. your exercise or whatever, but we ain't the church. Well, we are the church. Well, we're not part
0: of your local body.
1: <laughs> right. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. This might be a good way to end it. You know, so I'm thinking of someone specifically in mind where, um, uh, kind of two different people. You have the person who, you know, they, they grew up in church and they got burnt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking, you know, grew up in whether conservative or not. They grew up in a, in a church that where the, the pastor ended up being emotionally, spiritually abusive. Um, the people were not kind and they, they have such a bad taste in their mouth of what the gathering of the saints mean that mm-hmm. they're like, you know what I can do online church. Cause I still love Jesus and I still want to grow. I'm just so hurt. I don't know what to do. And I don't know if I can trust another body like that again, mm-hmm. because of the effect that it had on me. Then there's the other person where it's more, just the fact of life is just crazy And, um, I don't really have a body that I plugged into. I haven't really found one, but I like this one church that's over, you know, somewhere else in America. So I just join in and join them because I like what their pastor said, not like what their pastor says, but I mean, it could be a good, 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 solid preacher. Like, let's just say JD Greer, you know, a guy that we like, but I I just listen to JD Greer and the summit church worship service as my church service, because I, I, I just haven't really found anyone that, that works like so I'm thinking those two specific people those are probably
0: in the main two audiences for online all right let How me answer let it? me deal with person one and yeah. then I'll, I'll probably ask you for your shoot. P- person two but again I, I like to just so, ask questions and sit so it's hold on easier. to person two but I'm going to answer person one the person that was uh, hurt because that's God. the one that sticks out the most in my mind because I've known people this way and I have been that person mm. that has been burnt by a church mm-hmm. and let me tell you let me ask this question and I'm gonna let you answer it for the people okay all right if I made a... So you said, oh, they've been burnt by a church, so they can't trust a church. If I made a statement that all white people are, are racist, could you agree to that? No. Because? Because why? it's not true. Well, what makes it not true? Because all it
1: takes is one person to not be racist for it to
0: be true, because it's a universal statement. So so would you... Uh, okay. So you're saying to me that I can't throw a blanket statement out there that all people are this one certain way. Oh, 100%. You can't do that. Well, guess what? All churches hate the same either. <laughs> And we are called to forgive. If you really, truly say you love Jesus, right? We got to forgive. And I'm not saying forgive and go back to the abusive situation. I'm not saying that. Forgive and learn. You forgive, but you cannot seclude yourself. That's where the enemy gets you is Mm. when you start secluding yourself away from the The devil
1: prowls around like a lion. Heck yeah. And and so he's the the one that's helping
0: them feelings grow. Mm. And let me tell you what those feelings, out of personal experience, those feelings lead to bitterness into seclusion mm. and that's where the enemy gets you in that moment because you start getting to that low spot and you don't have any accountability and slowly it's never a big bam hey look at this here's a big bag of candy from satan it's just a little little piece here a piece there and it slowly leads you down this path and then before you know it you're like where the heck have i gone i'm way off the path mm. i'm way off i'm way i said i love jesus i still do love jesus but i'm over here taking drugs and sleeping around now that was me. I was off the path. And it was. It didn't start off, bam. I was just, oh, I'm just doing this. I'm walking away. It was a slow, oh, here we go. I was hurt by the church, so now I'm going to do this, and I spend less time, and I don't trust people, and so I stopped going to church. But I still love Jesus, and I'm still listening to the sermons. And then it slowly leads down further, 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 and the next thing you know, you, know, you start getting into stuff, and getting into stuff, and getting into stuff, and then you're like, where the heck have I gone? Like, I'm way out in left field now. And so... I think it's very dangerous to say, I'm hurt. I'm just going to do online because I don't trust people. I'm going to say, when the disciples asked Jesus, how many times should I forgive? Seven times. And he said, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times seven, which means infinity. Because that's what it meant to them back then. Infinity. You should always forgive. And not everybody is the same, just like not every white person is a racist or every black person is a racist or every Asian person is a racist. You can't make a blanket statement like and, that. And, and and there are racist people, in the sure, same way that there sure. are bad churches. Sure, exactly. Oh, 100%. And I think that that's where the good tool where you said, hey, you know, a good thing you can kind of preview a church. You know, we and all churches are messy because people are messy. Sure, sure. So be Janine and I got, Janine and I looked at the website for here at Southside we looked at the website and read through everything that was on the website and stuff like that and listened to some partial sermons and stuff because it was online before we came to this church. So it is a good, great tool for that. But we didn't just stay in there. We didn't stay in that spot. At some point, you got to step out. you got to step out. It's okay to be there for a bit if you're checking out a few different churches and using it as a tool to make sure you're going into a place that teaches truth. But like you said, people are messy. I mean, we walked in, and two years later – your wife's leaving you, and and <laughs> I mean, it's a messy. We go. It's a messy situation for the whole church. And I wasn't the only one. I mean, you're you're a pastor at the time, and it's a messy situation for the entire church. Yep. And so, and that's what happens. But did that make uh, did that make you leave? No. There was hurt that happened, right? And but the church didn't hurt me. Well, there's people. That's true. Some people still hurt me. There's people, right? And and you know, there's been times where. People have been hurt in this church. There's been time in this church that I've probably hurt people, speaking truth a little bit too rough, Mm. and I know that. And it's like, ah, you know, I don't mean to be so rough. I'm just kind of a rough guy. You're easily bear. I don't try to be a rough guy. It's a really out of a heart of sincerity and love. I just come across rough, and sometimes I don't realize it. And if people would come talk to me and say, "Hey, this is the way you came across." Then I could say, that's not what I meant at all. I'm sorry. Let's have the conversation. Right, right. But when people don't. So I'm sure I've hurt people. I'm sure Scott has hurt people. I'm sure you have hurt people. I'm sure Brandon has hurt people. I'm sure John has hurt people. Because we're all humans. Because we're humans and it's messy. And I'm sure tons of people have hurt each other in the church. The problem is, is what are we supposed to do when that happens? Go speak the truth in love, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do it to you, you're supposed to do it to me. When we have issues with each other, we're supposed to talk it out and figure it out. And if we, we can't do that, then family. we get a mediator. And, you know, Christianity is never supposed to be easy. It's a relationship thing. We're human beings that are fallen. And so sometimes we screw up and we need to come together and talk about it. If we can't, we get a mediator to help us work through the issue mm-hmm. because we're supposed to love each other. So that's where that comes from. Second Second person, you told me. Oh, my <laughs> turn or your turn? Well, or unless you want to speak to the first person. No, I mean,
1: my, my, no, I'm just thinking about the second person. I, I, I mean, i was just letting
0: you go off about the first person. Okay, so second person. You want to go off yeah, about Yeah, I mean, it's not,
1: a, it's not a long one. It's a short one. My my initial thought was, um, is there a, a fear of being seen? And I feel like a lot of times when people just don't want to go to church and they don't want to be part of a congregation, there's something there that uh, they might be ashamed of that if people find out, it might not be okay. Or they've been, they've been hurt. Like they've been vulnerable and they've had a, you know, a spouse cheat on them or a best friend stabbed them in the back or someone use and abuse. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of times there's a real hurt that's there, but we use that as a excuse and a crutch. And eventually, you know, I mean there, there's a little bit where I miss church a couple of weeks in a row. Um, you know, one being sick one I was traveling and I was like, man, it's nice to have a full Sunday. <laughs> It's, it's real nice to have this extra morning. Like, you know, I, I can get a lot more done. I feel more rested. I feel ready to go. And those are the uh, external factors that we just think will help us is, is this rest, the perceived thing. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a habit. Sure. And, you that's, know, I, I see a slow, lot of people who slow roll. who are involved in very heavy, heavy things on Saturdays, whether sports or you know, traveling or whatever, the fact of, Oh, we just want to date. We just want a day to rest or we're just tired. And we just, we just need recovery day. So we'll just watch church online because it's a sermon. It doesn't matter if we're there or not. It's just, it's, we're there for the sermon anyways. And, but I feel like that is removing some of the beautiful parts of life that someone gets to enjoy. And so I, I look at that and go, okay, are you just complacent? Are, is there something there you're you're nervous about that you're scared? You were vulnerable once and you don't want to do it again. So it's kind of a church hurt thing. Um, or is it more just the fact of you're just lazy and you got off your butt? Yes. Right. And, that's, <laughs> and so by the end of the day, you know, when we say, what is the church? It's the, 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 the church is the called out ones, the Christ bride, his people, his chosen ones that are called to go out and love big, love right. God and love others, love the
0: neighbor as yourself. And how can you do that with being alone? Well, not only that, but if you're going to a Sunday just to hear the sermon or just to hear the worship or just to hear the sermon in the worship, you've missed the point of Sunday. You've missed it. You are totally out of context of what you're supposed to be there for. It's the assembly of the body. You're supposed to go and uplift each other, speak encouraging words to each other, have relationships with each other, with the bigger extent of the body. That's what that gathering's for. Yes, there is worship. You're supposed to worship together. It's supposed to be a beautiful thing where, you know, I'm with my brother and we're singing and we're singing praises to God because God is worthy and we're doing it together. Mm -hmm. And we're listening to the sermon. We're getting equipped. Me and my brother, we're learning this. We're getting equipped together right now. And we're building this relationship. And yeah, we agree with this or no, this gives us something to talk about. Maybe we see it differently. Maybe you agree and I don't. And you're going to help me see where I err. And that's what it's about. It's about the relationship of the matter. Mm-hmm. It's not about the sermon. The sermon's good. That's a, I mean, that's we need part the, of, the proclamation of, no, of that's, the word. No, that's you know? part of the leadership, but that's not why you and I go, right? Mm-hmm. This is Church was never meant to be a one-way street, ever. It's never meant to be a one-way street. It's never meant to be me taking, me taking all the time. I go and I take. I take the sermon. I take the worship. I take, I take, I take. That's selfishness. We are called to be givers, and how do you give? Man, brother, it's good to see you today. Hey, why don't you come sit by us today, man? Oh, yeah. What you been up to this week? Hey, I haven't seen you. What's going on in your life? Hey, you look like you're struggling. And being sincere about it. Hey, you look like you've had a rough time. Let's go. You got some time to pray afterwards? Mm. Or hey, you want to go grab coffee after this? That's where that relationship building starts. If you're there, in and out, just to hear the sermon, you've missed it. You've missed the entire purpose of being at church and the entire purpose of the church, mm. the assembling together. So that's, that's, a,
1: that's like my it, final thoughts. I say let's just end it there, bro. I think that's a good <laughs> – well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't have anything to say either. I think that's a good final thought. I mean, I'll, right. I'll read the Asbury Confession one more time. Do it. The church is the assembly of the saints in which the gospel is taught purely and the sacraments are administered rightly. I like it. You ready? Let's go. Time for –
0: fun facts is fuller <laughs> <laughs> that lab bro all right no i have not looked well yeah because i didn't even put it in the notes it's oh just on well, my i made sure phone. i didn't scroll too far so fuller this is a fun fact for me and the peoples so you know when i first read this fun fact i was like there's no way this is true And then I came across a TikTok video I said the same thing. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh, somebody loves that TikTok." It is true. It's one of them things that when you're bored because you're stuck in the office because you're on light duty, it's just something to pass the time when you're not busy. So, what have
1: you been learning on the TikTok, Fuller? So, what What have you been learning on the TikTok? What what I've been
0: (laughs) reaffirmed on TikTok, and from researching it after TikTok, Mark and listeners, did you know putting sugar on a cut will make it heal faster? What? Pour some sugar on top of a wound and Pour wrap it with a bandage. Sugar. The granules of the sugar crystals will absorb any moisture that bacteria thrive on. No way. So how's that for a sweet treat? That's ah, <laughs> no way. I, I don't believe that. Like I mean, yeah. I guess I have to. It's look it up google I, google it google google, google, google it. It. now i did see Back that hydrogen
1: it. peroxide actually kills both good and bad bacteria so you're not supposed to use hydrogen peroxide on right. cuts i learned that one which is crazy because i used to pour that stuff on my wounds
0: all the time oh, i still
1: do like if there's dirt in it that's why i used to clean out the dirt and then i put
0: neosporin on top did you know also that if like you lost a limb i learned this from a scary you freeze the finger uh, no a scary story youtube video where it was an actual this girl had her Hands Hand chopped, chopped off, off? as she rubbed them in the dirt and packed dirt in the wounds and it stopped the bleeding, kept from bleeding to death. I was like...
1: So if you ever find yourself with your hands cut off in the middle of the wilderness, just put dirt on just them. Just and then just think of a me and while you while you do
0: that. Wow. Say thank you for
1: your fun fact, Fuller. It saved just, my life. That was that's kind of morbid though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's around Anyways. the Halloween season anyway, it so is. I guess it fits. It but is. either way, guys, we love that you hang out with us every single week. And in fact, our RTC family is growing like it absolute is. crazy. So if you have not made yourself known to us yet, whether YouTube or on the podcast or on social media, feel free to hit us up at the email, realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com. Realtalkchristianpodcast.com, though, is the one-stop shop for everything to listen to other episodes, learn more about you or me, or find us on social media, or, hey, even send us a text at the text line, which is 574-400-5352. There you go, bro. Hey, I love it. Well, dude, we got to send the people out with something. Is there anything you want to send the people with? Before they go, I got something for you. You got something? Okay. ready? I'm ready. Yeet, yeet.
0: <laughs> Have you ever seen the yeet, yeet from TikTok? All right. You got to look
1: at I'm up. an yeet. Instagram story dude. Yeet, Instagram yeet. reels.
0: Yeet, yeet. <laughs> So until next
1: time, yeet, yeet, is that? Take it easy. I, I don't even know. This is, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Take it easy.